Welcome to another episode of Off the Record Podcast. It's your boy DJ Academics, and it is our 63rd episode. And I was thinking, man, who could I do after Fabio Foreign? Fabio's a demon. But I really had to go for the worst of the worst. Okay? I'm going down a path and I can't come back. So I had to seek out one of the worst of the worst demons that I could find. I ended up in the Bronx. I was looking through bodega after bodega. And everybody kept telling me one goddamn name. They said, yo, you got to go find B-Love. So I asked 20 people. I called a couple people. I was on the block chilling. I don't know if I was on his block or his ops block, but I was there. (laughs) But somebody put me in contact with the good young man, and I met him, and I think he might be misunderstood because we got right here in studio right now, New York City rapper, probably the hottest upcoming rapper, B-Love. B-Love, what's cracking, my brother? That's the word, my boy. Man, oh, man. Hey, let me just say in short, I'm so glad you're here because me inviting you here is me trying to understand you. Yeah, definitely appreciate that. And by me saying that is that I definitely misunderstood Yeah, what drill in New York is, the movement around it, and also under misunderstood that you guys... Maybe you guys aren't dummies. And I, I know that, sound, that sounds crazy, but I, I was thinking about just ramifications, and I've seen a lot of stuff that encouraged me, but I also like the music. B-Love, um, just tell me and give me the brief history of why right now everybody is seemingly worried about, tapped in, loving, dancing to, Bronx Drill. Maybe just for me, Bronx Drill was like we started a whole different. For me, when did you start with it? Talking to the mic, brother. I got like, you. I could say like a year ago, like a year, probably a year and two months. A year like, and two months. Everybody started around the same time. Like even like for me, I'm talking about the whole Bronx. We all started around the same time. We start going crazy back and forth, back and forth, but like. We just got a different sound. I, we used to listen to drill. I know everybody from the Bronx used to listen to drill music for me, but it's a whole different sound. Like Then we got, for me, we start making up new dance moves, putting it together, lyrics for me, different type of beats. Then I started with the sample in the Bronx. Did, did, were you one of the main ones who started that? Yeah. I was the first one to, from the Bronx to do a sample drill. That's when, really? That's when I dropped If You Know You Know. Oh, that's one of your biggest songs. I see. Yeah. By the way, we're on Spotify right now. If y'all, if y'all are on, uh, um, listen to us on Spotify. Click onto his page. Um, yeah, that's like one of your most known songs. Facts. So, start doing those. Everybody catch on to the for me the sample drill. That's a whole new sound too. So we start going crazy. Just Bronx shit. Okay, I want to ask two questions, but I want to make it loaded. So I'll ask number one. How inspired by Brooklyn Drill were you guys? I can't say, like, really inspired by Brooklyn Drill because the drill we were listening to, like, I found out about Drill in Chicago. I was heavy on that, like, 
pre-Rondo, I used to have you be on some Rondo. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind no Rondo number nine. Stop it. That ass. I used to jam that nigga every day, all day. You used to listen to Rondo number nine? All day. That was my favorite Chicago drill rapper. Him, Chief Keef, me, Herbo. I used to be on what was it about their particular style that you were like, yo, I'm drawn to this? Because I've heard people say Rondo, but a lot of people who know about Rondo, they know about him for the rocket launcher. They know yeah. they don't think about him for rap. Nah. What was it that drew drew you to Rondo? I saw him different. I don't understand him. I mean, his music was going crazy. He was going crazy. Like, like that was music that I just like I'm listening to something like, oh no, nah, he really talking to you. Like he like, like, screamed at you, saying some real shit. Like, like, so I was on that. I felt them. Everybody used to call me Rondo Number no. Nine. Really? That ass. Now you kind of got to look like him, though. I ain't gonna lie <laughs> to you. Or they. I, I pray to God you wasn't as wild as him because he was <laughs> tripping. He was just tripping, like you know, you know, um, you know. I send my well wishes to Rondo Number no. Nine, but I remember seeing that shit and I was like, yo, this is not even humanly possible. Okay, let's take it one step deeper than that, right? So you like his music, which, yeah. by the way, I like. A lot of Chicago music too, right? But I come from the suburbs. Yeah. So when I'm liking it, I'm like, damn, this is going down in the part of the world. I'm not going through this. I'm not yeah. like, that's not my reality. What's your reality at that point growing up in the Bronx? Yeah, it was like, it's for me, from the mud, like, we from the projects. We was the projects for me. So it's a lot going on, regular street shit for me. What does that mean in New York? Because, like, I get it what it means in Chicago. Yeah. But, like, to this day, if somebody asks me why anybody in the Bronx or anywhere in New York would be having problems with each other, I'm like, it doesn't even make sense to me because New York is so small. It's so many people stacked uh, upon each other. It's like, it's you can't really claim blocks. So, like. You could. Really? Yeah, like you would walk down one block, it'd probably be like three blocks that got that's one hood, and then you turn the corner, that's a whole different block. Then that, really? that block is a project that claims something different. So the whole, but the whole project is kind of like almost united. Almost. Uh, my, you could say my pro. I know a couple projects that's not though. Like, I mean, my projects for me, but I know a couple projects that's not. But even if like, say, see, my projects is two sides of the projects. It's one side. Andrew Jackson's, they got like seven, eight buildings, six, seven buildings. Then there's Melrose projects right across, literally right across the street, like from right here to right there. This the street. There's another set of buildings, like 11, 10, probably. There's like some people grew up over there. There's a park over there. Some people grew up over there. But you're going to still know each other. But for me, it's different from like people that grew up on your side of the projects. But from you still know them niggas. Those the bros too. Like we grow up with them too. So all right, so explain to me like, you know, going to school in Santa because you just you just turned twenty one. Yeah. Facts. Shit, I should've gave you a drink, but I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I see how you act sober. I don't want to see how you act drunk. I'm gonna keep it on it. But anyway, all right, great. So just how is going to school then? Like, you know, like whether it's high school or just like living around those because I've never yeah. lived in New York, but I'm wondering how the fuck could y'all really have problems with other people? How does it work? I bet. So, like, when I was young, I used to go to school. Like, I didn't go to school in my projects. My father lived there, so I used to go there on the weekends. But I used to go to school where K. Flock and I'm from. 
for me. So oh, that's, that's how I know them. So you so you knew K five from high school and shit. From like middle school, element like from really? young, like young, young, like young. I probably met him. He probably like 12, 11. He went young. No fucking way. Yeah, yeah. He probably like twelve. Ain't so. So, so at that point, what was the relationship even between you and him? But like, how is it like maneuvering? Because I'm gonna keep it real with you. If someone had told me before, like two years ago, that like yo, if you live in New York City, you would have to avoid blocks, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. You're yeah, lying. Yeah. So, so just explain like the fucking just atmosphere, right? It's like you never. Well, everybody's struggling. You know, everybody regular. Everybody's when I, I in a struggle when you're struggling, and for me, you gotta go. Got you gotta go get it. So most people going out there trying to rob somebody or trying to hustle. Then you hustling. You gotta worry about other people because when you hustling, there's other people hustling too. So that's when they come to. Mm, okay, okay, so that's where there's clashes and shit. Yeah, if you not, if that's not your homie, even if it is your homie, you don't know. For me, it's still. You ever saw um paid in full? Yeah, yeah. For me, that's a New York story. You see how that? That's like a, could give you a good example right there. Okay, and this that's why I'm like ah, uh, perfect setup. Yeah, it's a perfect setup because the story of paid in full, again, it it's still about adults, either in their twenties. Or early thirties, yeah. But now we like younger, so us we not for me getting called. We still. Why do you gotta? You don't gotta hustle if you're in your in teens. Is yeah. that is shit that bad in New York? No, it's not. I mean, yeah, like for me, why, like why not? We don't got no age. Like it's, it's, it's. I know people that hopped off the porch at eleven years old, hustling. Twelve years old, hustling. They mom don't got they moms on drugs. Dad not there. They don't got no food in the crib. Crib not clean, like mom always on drugs. So like, what else they gonna do? No family around. They got no choice but to go outside and try to make a dollar. I mean, they gotta eat. Mm. So that's how bad it get. Like, so and then if somebody coming your way or eating, then that's when it elevates for me. Then it go to different things. So it'd be like, I would know. Wow. So I, I guess that's where my disconnect is. I'm thinking. Listen, New York City, like, man, it's the most expensive place to live at. It's like, like again, you're not going to just see poverty like other places. It's just a little bit more going on there. But you're pretty much describing, like, nah, that's not necessarily the case. Yeah, facts. So, People that don't got nothing. So, so, so you hustling, you you meet K-Flock pretty early. No, I wasn't hustling at that time. Okay. No, 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 I'm saying... Uh. You eventually you get to hustling, but you you already met K Flock, yeah. right? And then are you still hustling like kind of through like high school and shit? Like I'm wondering, why don't you go to fucking high school and be like, yo, I'm going to college, I'm going to Duke, I'm going to this, I'm about to go to Nah, like I was on that in like probably like sixth, seventh grade. I'm outside hustling, trying for me rolling dice, for me it's on robberies, niggas on all that for me. Nah, that's sixth, seventh so, grade. Stop it. Seventh grade? Oh shit. We from the projects. Well, I'm not from the projects, so I'm really just in disbelief. Like, so your mom don't tell you come inside, like, yo, yo, be love, come inside, man. Yeah, dinner's ready. Stop fucking rolling dice. You ain't you ain't going to your fucking plan robbery. It's not happening. My mom ain't know I was doing that. Really? Yeah. We ain't gonna tell our moms that. My mom, for me, is like, I'm out of here. I'm I'm going outside. She gotta for me, she gotta come look for me. She coming to look for me outside. Like for me, so 
it was like it was just for me bad kids for me growing up for me what do you listen to like you know in terms of music wise is is that drill at that point uh, like at that time yeah we was listening to heavy drill um heavy chicago drill at the time i was listening to all type of music but then chicago drill hit chief keith for me we was on that mm, okay so we we also see you know how drill kind of turned out man you know a few artists from Chicago made it. Facts. Salute to Dirk doing his thing now. Salute to Keith still doing his thing. You know what I mean? Lil Reese still around. Got rest, you know, um, Fredo Santana. And a bunch of other yeah, rappers that we used to, like, really know. You know, Rado number nine is in jail. Is there a part of, like, what you guys are doing? And I described it, and I think this is where, you know, there's a little controversy. Yeah. But let's address it. Is drill music murder music? I said it's murder music. Uh, I don't yeah. think you agree with it. Nah, I don't agree with that. Why you don't agree with that? Nah, that's murder music. Why not? Drill is a beat. <sighs> drill is a beat. Go ahead. Music don't make people get up and go kill people. I wish you didn't have that glasses on because I, I, I think you know the cat behind the glasses. You know who said the same thing sitting in the same seat you was in? Who? Fabio. Yeah. He said drill is just a beat. That's not true. It is a beat. Drill in Chicago didn't sound like drill in the UK. It didn't sound like drill in New York. What drill is, Love. drill is music meant to galvanize and rally niggas to ride on a ops. To keep it real, there is no drill if there's no ops. Let's be honest. If you have nobody yeah. who's... Huh? That's real. You don't got to talk about your ops on drill. You could just talk about from me stuff that go on. And let me tell you like this. Drill is just a beat. Nah, for real though. It's just a beat. Well, it's not a it's not a lyrics, you know why? Cuz if you say the same thing you say on a drill beat, I prime example, Florida. Remember when they were sampling um, them two artists was going back and forth. Yeah. Um, that's real. Julio Fulio and Young and Ace. That's real. That's real. What? Nigga, he named 30 dead niggas. That's drill. Well, that's not considered drill. They just What? They just for me they rap beefing. They they that's considered drill. <coughs> be love. Bro, for it to be considered drill, it had like Be love, you try. I bet. Just cause he diss just cause you diss somebody in a song don't make it drill. Gucci, like, say, like, I right, Gucci man and other people, like, they don't, like... No, no, that's just diss rap. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. <clears throat> that's, but that's what they do. making music to specifically diss your ops and dead people, that's drill. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. That's not drill. You got to use the drill beat. Listen, I'm going to shoot you bail, which this is the example you should have used. Yeah. My everything. Yeah. I think that's arguable because of the beat, because of the style. It could be considered drill, 
But that's but, a drill song. Okay, okay, that's what I'm saying. But primarily, it's a song about being with the girl. No. It's not? It's about mad stuff. It was talking about... Boom. I'll shoot you, Bill. This thing about this. Yeah, <laughs> well, I wasn't talking about. Tell me. Because he say... He say... He said, Which girl broke your heart by the way that had you right back? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that girl was devious. <laughs> she was devious. She in the Bronx? Nah. It gotta be one of them Bronx joints, man. You know them Bronx? Yo, I dealt with the Bronx chicks before. She was devious, bro. Nah. But what he said on that, he said, he, already, he said, I already got Naki was blaming his homies. What I said before that, though, I forgot what I said on that. But he was, but I'm just saying, like, for me, about people too, he said, you said if something happened, I'm going to up, up it and whatever, whatever. Yeah. They're like, it, it. He said, catch him. He said, spot it out. We're going up a broad day shit. Get it? No, I get it. However, a, I thought it was you being emotional saying if a nigga mess with your girl, you're going to kill him. And I'm like, damn. Be nah. lo- yo, be love. Really a lover, lover boy? <laughs> I'm like, come on. You know, all right, hold on. Let's do a parallel of that song. If a nigga play with your girl, you're not going to do that. Ooh. If a nigga was playing with your girl, like cool for no, but 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 you know what I mean though, like like that's a love song. Yeah, that's not like no disrespect. You know what I mean? Like that's a love song. Just kind of tell your girl, like yo, I I love you or I fuck with you so much that if somebody play with you, yeah, it could get there. But really, that's not like a song. Like I be listening, op spot is basically like yo. I don't know who you're listening to, but you're like, yo, listen, yeah. when I see you niggas, it's on. That sounds serious. My everything, I'm like, oh, shit. I feel like this is about dancing. I wish yeah. I had a, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, because I ain't make that song. To, I wasn't going to drop that song either way. I wasn't. They leaked that song. What song? My everything. Why weren't you going to drop it? I made that, like, for my mom, my sisters, and my, you know, fam, females in the family. They don't want to hear that rah rah all day, so I made that for me. And then somebody had leaked it, so I had to just drop it, you said, and all that. Cause it was going viral. Wow, what what did I tell you about that though? Facts. Like, what did you learn from like? Because you didn't want to drop it, you drop yeah. it. So huge song is your biggest song. Yeah. Facts. Did you like? I would tell you know, yo, we were talking out there about like just kind of how new you are as an artist. Yeah. I would give you this advice now that I'm pretty sure a lot of people and you'll learn later. It's not your most demonic song that's going to be your biggest song. Yeah. It's going to be your most female-friendly song that's going to be your biggest song. I'm sorry right, to tell you, brother. Right. I've been trying. Okay. What, what, did, what did that, um, like, tell you? Because I don't know if you like making records like those, but what did you learn from making that and seeing the success of that? Um, I just say, like, you never know what's the song to blow. From what I'm trying to say, like, you never know. Versus if you know you know, then my everything. You just got to keep trying different. For me, every time I try something new, it, it, it seemed for me. So so if you know you know what came before, yeah, right? You start seeing or, and you start playing with like these samples, a little sped up. It's a little bit yeah. different bop from like what, what Brooklyn Drill is. But it's kind of like it's kind of giving you an identity. That kind of works. My everything accidentally leaks, whatever. It's going crazy. Yeah. What's happening at that point? Because I had another conversation with you guys outside of here, and I was saying, hey, listen, I hope y'all are moving like y'all are 12 months away from this point. Like, you're, 
you might still think that nobody really because you, you like you told me that you never been to Miami. Yeah, but your music's in Miami. Facts. So it's one of those things where like you have to move accordingly, even though you haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. So when you drop my everything, and by the way, um, G Herbo got on the remix. Yeah. And also, there's like two remixes. Yeah, Boogie got on two. What was the changes you were realizing at that point? Because when that when that all happened, I was still in the projects. So you were living in the projects still. Yeah. So I was blowing up. I was still in the projects. Still in the projects. Like, what do you mean? Like, like. Where you originally came from, or like you were just like living with a homie? Like, what do you mean? Like you're in the? I was living where I was from. Really? Yeah. And the projects where I'm from. That's shocking to me. I would, I would think you'd have probably like the first as the, the first sign of success. I'm out. Peace. <laughs> I catch on these later. <laughs> nah, I probably I probably moved out the projects like two months ago. Really? Facts. What took so long? I don't know. People had to come. People had to convince me. Oh, you know, I wanted to chill. You know, you young. You want to chill in the hood. You late. You want to be in the hood. Why you want to leave the hood? I ain't never leave the hood before. That's all I was on. Yeah, but now you're a target though. Now I'm just moving around. I see what's going on. I see what it is. I see what it's happening for. Do you think you're a target? Who me? Yeah. By and what I mean by target, a target by police, a target by people who might be jealous, ops, whoever you you want to call it. I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm lit from the Bronx for me. It's been a while, so. It's love, though. It's, it's a whole lot of love, but, you know, it's always hate, too, so. so yeah. I always wanted to ask the dudes from Chicago during their come up this, and I'm going to ask you, because I feel like you're at a similar point. Aren't you nervous that, like, I'm hoping you see, like, so much potential uh, um, on before your eyes, so much opportunities. You see so many great things that lie in your future that seems is going to come. Are you nervous that it could just all go away, whether it's an arrest, whether it's, like, you know what I mean, you, like, you go back to some, some shit and, like, some shit happens, are you nervous of that? I'm not. I'm not really like nervous of it, but you know, you just gotta be aware. Like, I think like that all the time. Like for me, that's why, I, you know, I think twice. You know, I analyze everything. I just be on it, like, because any wrong move you make, it'll be the last of everything. Like, it'll be the last of my career, the last of my life, for me, the last of my freedom, anything. For me, so you just gotta just be cautious. Think twice before you think about doing a lot of whatever you think about doing. So just think twice because it can be gone. Did you watch other artists and see like how, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. And, you know, I, I, I told you out there, like, you know, kind of recapping, like, you know, like, I really like the music y'all make. Yeah. I think I you, that. I think K-Flock, I think y'all are the two. Yeah. I think y'all making phenomenal music. My third, Dougie B. Dougie, like he doing some shit. <laughs> but I like I like y'all making great this great music. And it, it's like, you know, I, I'm watching while y'all do this, but like I don't know if y'all realize the impact y'all are having. 
but I also then look at and I get saddened by, yeah, like K Flock being incarcerated, yeah, like man, you seen the video went viral like like last week on social media, like yeah. all the strippers in the club like going <laughs> crazy to a song, more and more people Go like crazy. I watch all y'all numbers on Spotify, YouTube, Facts. everything. It keeps getting bigger mm-hmm. every week. Facts. But some of your brothers, they've gotten locked up, uh, arrested. Some, yeah. You know, how do you take that? And how do you deal with it? i just been like, for me, because before, before the fame, for me, so I'd say, I, for me, we just been, I've been signed for like four months, five months, probably. So I'm been rapping for like a year and some change now. So before a lot, I done seen more than 10 niggas get arrested. My brothers, for me, people die for me. So it's like, it happened before, but we was famous. We lost loved ones. We seen bros go to jail before we was famous. Now we got clout. It just, for me, we just, just hit, just hit the same. It's all like, it's crazy. Be honest with me, and this is again, you know, I'm I'm, I'm kind of paralleling on some of the things I just wondered, while even the whole craze of like you know the Chicago drill music scene was going on, but it's happening again with the Bronx drill music scene. I remember saying to myself, "Man, when you get the news that K. Flock gets arrested, or you get the news that maybe somebody who you were cool with maybe passed away." Like, how does that affect you? That shit, I don't know. Bro, like, we started, like, for me, I used to always tell him, like, I mean, he used to play with the music, right? Uh, I used to be on him, like, nah, bro, like, you gotta, for me now, you gonna finish this song, however you gonna finish it, but you gonna, for me, you gotta be on it, like, then he start fixing it, I ain't back, he start doing, for me, start listening, doing shit, I see him growing, we growing together, we got plans, like everything we do, we planning it out for me. So it's like, and then for it to, for that to happen, it's like, we creating history. So it hit different, like we was putting in work, like real work overnight through it all. Like still in the hood, going through pain for me, barely sleeping. You for me still doing it, still making it happen. So it's like, it's crazy. Situation is crazy. Do, 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 do you feel like, and and I ask this question because you know, um, I, I I hear the news of, you know, like you be getting locked up, even though I hear he's been released. Yeah, it feels like you're probably one of the only ones still out here. Do you kind of feel like, damn, like there's something called survivor's guilt, where. When you plan the shit out, you expect it to be with your guys. Yeah. And if your guys ain't there with you, does it still hit the same? It went the same. Hey, for me, I, for me, I still be happy. For me, I get to do for my family. For me, I'm happy about that. But other than that, I just, for me, we want to do this with the guys. We don't want to be here by ourselves doing this. Like, but that wasn't the plan. From the jump, playing with so for me, all of us get right. Everybody do that. We all be at the top. So. 
I'm I'm so glad I'm having this conversation with you because uh, you know, you know, I I told you your PR person, but I also told like you know your team and even you. I said I judged everybody in, yeah. in, in Bronx Drill initially, and I thought to myself, I said the same people who you were trying to compete with while you were trying to be like a media platform and personality who wasn't giving the people in Chicago a chance or, like, mumble rappers or SoundCloud rappers a chance, you're turning to them if you don't embrace these new motherfuckers coming up because yeah. this is their way. And um, just even having you here is just kind of trying to get, like, that understanding. It's like, this was my thought. And I, and I want you to expound on it because I saw you at the meeting. I said, yo, listen, drill is something that will never work. And even if it's it's not that much violence, it's about the energy that drill kind of also creates. But it won't work in New York because New York ain't Chicago. And New York ain't most of these other places. People don't realize you, you can't do shit in New York that you could probably get away with in Kansas, in Memphis, in Florida, in Atlanta. Even in L.A., New York is a different beast. They create laws to take masses of people off the streets. That's a fact. They have gun laws that basically say you can't have them, and if you have them, you're automatically going to jail. Mm -hmm. It's just not meant for people who might be within a certain lifestyle, but also it's also not meant for people who, if your reality that maybe you're not, maybe you're not a nigga who's doing something bad. But people may dislike you for whatever. It's not meant for people who want to protect them, protect themselves either. Right. So I seen the mayor come out, and the mayor says, "Well, we might have to ban the shit." And I thought I was probably gonna see you and a lot of people say, "Man, fuck the mayor, fuck the city," blah 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 blah. Instead, what I saw was. You guys have a sit down. Yeah. Tell me wh what that was about and what your initial thought was when you heard him say that. Because, you know, when I said stuff that I said, I'm pretty sure you looked at it like, yo, this nigga act just don't know. Or he's just because he's not in the position we in, he's trying to yeah. stop what we got going on. But this is what's feeding our family. Nah, it's a fact. That's why when I when I when I seen that I, I'm chilling I'm like they going crazy I don't know what to think uh, but I'm like we reached out to some people who had a couple had a conversation with Maino and um the Maino reach out or like how that happen I was on the, I, I had pulled up on this podcast mm. and we was chopping and we had a conversation about it and after we had like now nah, we're we're too high bet we're gonna reach out to who we know. And try to get the mayor to sit down. So people reached out to who they know and put me out to sit down just to really understand what's really going on. Like, hope, like for him to hear us, for me to say how you had me up here just to hear, like, yeah. basically the same thing. So we working. I mean, shout out to the mayor. We just trying to, we all going to work on a solution for me on how to stop what they, for me, kids coming up, they, as they say. Talking about that is on the song, and you know, basically making up raps that they could pinpoint and all that, and no extra. 
do you acknowledge and accept? And by the way, you know, it's a very heavy responsibility. You you just turned 21. Yeah. Do you acknowledge that, yo, somebody right now that's 15 or 16, they'll probably listen to you more than they listen to their parent, a teacher, a politician, anybody else. Right now, if B-Love says something on a goddamn song, they're going to be like, well, that's what it is. Is do you acknowledge that and, and and like what weight does that have on you? I just I don't know. I don't think I don't think it's I don't think it's nobody out there that's gonna do that. Hey, if you doing that, don't do that. Like only if I'm saying like telling you to do something good for for me for your family or for me, then you listen. If it's not something that's gonna benefit you good, then don't listen to nobody. Even if for me they somebody made it this way, but if you go that way, it might not benefit you. So you don't gotta don't listen to them. Don't for me, but yeah, we about to work on for me solution. I might just start for me having talk to kids, going to schools, getting giveaways, having for me talking to them from me myself personally, not through music. My music is my music. Whatever I make my music, that's my music. Me, so. I'm glad you're clarifying that too because like yeah. nobody wants you to turn into a preacher. Yeah. Right? Like we yeah. want you to artistically create and be able to say what you have experienced, what your life is. But you know, it's one of those things where you could still tell kids like, yo, listen, hey, this is what I went through. I'm hoping you don't gotta go through that. That's a fact. And if I could give advice, I'm gonna tell you how to make these turns because I fucked up too along the way. Facts. Definitely did. That that's what I like about even what that meeting signified. There's some responsibility. Yeah. That 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 comes with like what y'all are doing. Definitely. Where do you see this going? To the top. We're gonna take this Bronx trail to the top. See where we go with it. I mean different musics. How do you say okay, I know you say to the top, but like what does that mean, right? Because um, we've seen what um, Bronx or Brooklyn or Chicago drill is, but people haven't seen the next level. Like, wh- where is it at? Because, you know, unfortunately, when Pop died, people were like, oh, Pop was the guy who could have, like, really brought it to the mainstream. Are we talking about that when it comes to, to, to Bronx drill? And how, like, cognizant are you of it? Because a lot of it, like, when I'm watching this shit, I'm like, yo, it feels like it's just literal hate. Like, they yeah. like they hate each other, and they'll rather die or they'll rather do something dumb to prove a point rather than keep a career going. Yeah, that's how some people think, but you just got to talk to them. Like, for me, I had people talk to me. People come home for me from doing 20 years, people that I've been... Shot up mad times for me. Or like like niggas that don't had a million dollars cash that don't made it, like I don't talk to everybody. So you know I take advice. Hey, even if nigga talking like he ain't talking right, I right, listen and see what he talking about. And I might say one right thing for me, so I just be listening, taking advice. Couple people don't they for me like at the end of the day. They come from where they come from, so they want no better. For me, I ain't no better at a time, but no better now for me. So really, yeah. 
Yeah, and, and by the way, I think that's why, you know, and I've heard a lot of good things about you in terms of they're like, yo, listen, he's one of them that get it. Yeah. That he realizes that, d- don't get me wrong, he's that nigga who, if it was the motto to crash out, he is the crasher. Yeah. But he's become smart enough to know you have an opportunity. Yeah. Don't crash out. Start making wise decisions. Right. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, um, I think is, is lacking a little bit. You know, I mean, is it is it something where, you know, the music is entertaining, but, like, nobody wants nobody to die? Yeah, facts. If, say, the mayor or someone else approached you and says, hey, listen, and I don't know who you have problems with. I don't know who has problems with you. But they're like, hey, listen. We, we need you to sit down with some of these people you might not agree with. And we want to work out something where the violence could stop. Because here's the problem with Bronx drill and drill, especially in New York. When bodies start to drop and the music seem to be following the bodies, it seems like the music is the problem. But in reality, a lot of these problems are beyond music. Music yeah. just happens to be the soundtrack. That's a fact. Would you be open to certain things that could be problem solving that would allow the music to still be, you know, prevalent, at least in New York? Like, I sit down to stop the, to say stop the violence. We can't, I can't grab every kid in the Bronx and sit them here. People hard. You never had a hard-headed cousin. But, I know. Uh, for me, but would you be down to sit down with whoever don't like you? Nah. Well, no, why? Because it's not going to work. We need something like that's That's not going to work. Me and this person not going to stop people from dying. Like, I'm... I just know, like it's not because that's not the reason. Me and him, hey, it's not. The that's reason. a real answer. I'm, 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 I'm glad you're gonna keep it fake. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll do it just for the music. Because right. if you're not down to do it, I, I understand. And by the way, I asked, I asked Favi the same question when I asked him, and he said, he said no, you know. And and it's one of those things where, you know, again, I don't think him, nor do I think you, nor do I think the majority of y'all are pushing for violence to happen. Yeah. But there are real problems. Between people, and it's not just two people. It's not just the whoever is the popular guy here and the yeah. popular guy there. It's a lot of, um, <clears throat> you know, in-depth issues. Is there any way that um, do you think that New York City, in terms of the people, radio stations, because we just had, we, had, uh, we heard um, a DJ who says, oh, I'm not playing drill. Which, by the way, <clears throat> and salute to Drewski, you know, I think he's a really dope and cool, cool guy. But in reality, um, I could probably say, well, if you're not going to play Drill, you shouldn't play Lil Durk's new song that's dissing Young uh, uh, um, young Boy. You shouldn't play Young Boy's song that's dissing whatever, whatever. You shouldn't play like a lot of this, some of this Memphis stuff that's dissing each other. You shouldn't play some of the Jacksonville stuff that's dissing each other. There's a lot of people, and music sometimes is based off like, you know, this friction. So... Is it one of those things? How do you think about that? When, when, if, if, and, and it's not about Drewski um, particularly. If the radio stations within your city are going to take a stance on that, 
What do you what do you think about that? It would have been like shout out to TT Torres from a couple other DJs, Funk Flex and um for me they value for me it's other ways to handle things. Like you can't Tell me. Like, like dumb they just they wanted to meet with me, you know, and always come to the solution. Mm. You can't just go straight to asking people out. Like, I agree with that. I agree with that. So, I, well, 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 here's a dope thing too, and I gotta be honest. You know why people go to exing people out? Because it's rare that certain people that make certain music that's a certain age are willing to listen, sit down. Yeah. Like, 100%, you could have been like, man, I already said this shit's murder music. Man, fuck that nigga. <laughs> I don't wanna sit down with that nigga. I don't care what that nigga gotta say. Facts. But that is being. Someone open to having a conversation. And that's why I think that you're probably the perfect representative. You know, I don't know the other dudes that much that are are also popular. For example, like, I never got a chance to see how, you know, Kate Flock would be with the media or or, or, or I haven't seen yet with Dougie Dougie B. I haven't seen um, the other dude that was a D thing or whatever the case is, right? But with you... And I'm going to be honest with you, I thought you were going to be super arrogant. And a lot of what I'm seeing is you saying, hey, listen, I'm, I ain't coming in to be a bad guy. Not no menace or terror to the community. I'm trying to do this type of music. It's the music of the generation I'm in. It represents what we're going through. We're not trying to promote violence, but we're, we're keeping it true to what actually is going on in our life. Can't be mad at that And I think you're down To speak to people I think that's dope Definitely Have um, Do you think that um, Anyone That Has Avoided Having that conversation With you Because they either Fear you Or They probably just Read the headlines Because I'm not even gonna lie like, If I read the headlines I'm like yo Yo <laughs> You know what I mean Yeah people be People be I don't think people be scary thinking like what I wanna do something to you for I don't know you like I need a people don't even they be so scared off the music, not even trying to hear like where we come from or why we even make this type of music or for me they don't even wanna hear us out. They just scared, like, oh I get around me like, we're not crazy. We regular humans. We got a mind too, like Certain people do certain things because for me to survive or or whatever the case may be, but there ain't no monsters like. So. And 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 that's the exact reason why I wanted to give a platform to you. Definitely, because the perception of y'all is that y'all are shit. When I used to cover Chicago, because the, what they were saying about themselves, they were like, "Yo, we savages out here." I'm like, damn. We, all right, cool. So we just call them savages. We call them. We call them things that are dehumanizing them. Yeah. We call them things that they're like embracing. That's basically saying, don't even think about this person like a human with feelings, like a human who probably, yo, yeah, I was mad and I said this on a record or this happened, but yo, you gotta understand, like my best friend got hurt or whatever the case is, and I'm reacting off it. That's a human. Yeah. But when you reduce it to 
below human instincts and behavior. Now it's like, okay, these motherfuckers right here, we got no cure for them. We The only reason, it's like, it turns to, you know, well, I could say, you know, Jerogan can't. It turns almost like Planet of the Apes. You can't fix these motherfuckers. You just got to get rid of them. And it's a lot of trauma going on. Um, you're making music, you know, um, you've dropped a few songs that have been really successful. Um, tell me, uh, tell me how even, um, a boogie and even G Herbal end up on my everything. Me and boogie, we made a couple records. So that before then, nah, at the time we was making a couple records there. We was trying to, we was trying to get a couple records in. So we were trying to drop something. I love boogie. That's my guy. Definitely. That's the bro. So. Happened to get on that, and Herbo, he was he was jacking a song. He was on live, running around. I mean, he was on live for this. He was live playing it, right? Yeah, gangster and all of all the fans was commenting. Ah, and I woke up one morning, they all sending me the live. Like, I thought the song was done already by the time I seen that. What? 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 Like when he was on live playing the song, I yeah. thought he was just playing it then because he already did the song. He ain't do the song yet. Nah. Oh shit. He was just playing it way before, like, and I had reached out to my son Flock, like, yo, bro, bro, he had, had heard, he did that for me. We got in tune with it. I sent him over to open, it went crazy. Is it around the same time um, Flock got got him on um, um, the Honest Joint too? Yeah, it's probably, it's probably a little bit while after that. That's how I had Flock, because he already had did the song with Herbo, so he was already tapped in. Yeah. And I seen Herbo. Was telling the live and shit. So tell me to throw him on there or get him on there or whatever. I'm like, all right, but so I just saw Flock hit him for me. Tell me, what is it about Bronx Drill that I feel like it's it's like the youth? Like even when you know, you know, when when I said oh murder music or whatever, it felt like it was just a bunch. It's the youth. It's the kids. They were just like, yo, you just don't understand. Why? Why is you know what you guys do, so connected to the youth of today. Um, it's like I mean, a couple of these rappers is young too. Like for me, Flock eighteen going on nineteen. Wait, K Flock eighteen? Yeah. Holy shit! He, he might be he young, young. Um, what Dougie twenty? So really? Yeah. So. I mean, we still young, so... Is like, there anybody 30 that's doing Bronx Drill? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Somebody laughed in the background. <laughs> he said, nah. Okay, so Not this... In fact, it is. <laughs> oh, it, it is? is but I see his name on it. Ain't... Oh, that's not your guy. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Drill rapping, that's not it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oh, man. Hey, okay. L- l- let me l- let me ask you, like, a real question, though. So... You know, and by the way, like I'm, I'm glad you got um Boogie. I think it puts you in a different conversation. Yeah, Boogie out. hopping on your shit. Um, you get uh, uh G Herbal hopping on your shit. Do you still feel a need to really care about like I don't know? I, again, I don't know who you don't like or who don't like you. Do you still feel a need to give a fuck about what those people who don't like you say, or do you still feel a need to like answer to what they say about you? Nah, I don't know who they. They ain't in my shoes. They ain't me. They ain't doing better than me. I don't care what they talking about. Even if they was, I don't care what they talking about. 
Well, I, th- I think that's the most important thing. I think people lose sight of the goal. The goal should always be get money, or fucking take care of your family, put your homies in position who always been rocking with you, allow them to do the same for their families, and let it be that. Niggas don't be on that. Anyway, niggas ain't on that anyway, so I ain't, gonna, I ain't worried about what you're talking about. Is there any competition between Brooklyn and Bronx Drill? Nah, I ain't, we ain't in no competition with them. I see, I see a couple. For me, couple Brooklyn drillers that be mad that who be saying for me. Y'all getting all the attention. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Y'all getting all the attention. Facts. But mad, in reality, I think y'all just remix the shit better. <laughs> it's just like, you know, um, um, is there an appreciation of what Brooklyn Drill did? For like the whole dr- like drill movement for New York though, because yeah. like, shout out Chef G, sleeping in them. It was going crazy. Couple more Brooklyn drillers. It was going crazy. It was going crazy. Did you ever like listen to or look up to like Pop Smoke? Oh yeah, I used to jack Pop Smoke. I used to, we used to listen to his music. I'm trying to think how old. So so if you're 21 now, Pop died when you were 19. Yeah, probably 18 turning 19. Okay. As a matter of fact, yeah, 19, because it was, uh, yeah, facts, 19, I was 19. Okay, so the, so K-Flock at that point is is like 16. Yeah. So, wait, did y'all grow up on, like, like listen to, like, pop, or, or, or it's like, like, it's not that much of an influence? I'm wondering what it is. Like, boom. We used to, we used to jack pop, like, he from New York, from me. So you going crazy? That song was viral. We was jacking it, but uh, I think like Flock said, like Vaughn, King Vaughn, was the reason why he like for me that really created his, like his rap and vibe. So he was on some King like King Vaughn, and I started I I started making King music. Vaughn. Fuck. I started making music. I made, I made a song like when I was about like fifteen. I made King Vaughn came after Pop Smoke. Yeah. Wow. So I, I, I've been had a, a love for music. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I, I think Flock said that about uh, for a different reason with King Von. King Von was a little bit off. Like he, you know, you know. Come on, you know, man. Like come on, like the music was fire, but like he was uh, oh, crazy. So who are your like allies? So who are the people like who I should expect to see you doing music with? You got any more music with uh, K Flock? I love yeah. when y'all do music together. Thanks. We got more music on the way. Tell me I got another music video. I love when y'all be like dancing back to back. Yeah, I can't wait till you come on, bro. We'll be home soon. Me, him, and Boogie got some. Me fuck with Boogie, too. So me, him, That's and my Boogie. That's my guy. Yeah, me, Flock, and Boogie on one record. Wait, have you talked to, like, K-Flock since he got locked up? Yeah, yeah, I spoke to him. Like, is he in good spirits? Like, what, yeah, what's chillin'. the case with him? Yeah, he chilling. He chilling. He be home soon, man. Man, if That's I was good. him, man, I'd be punching at the air. I'm like, yo, that nigga's lit right now, dog. Facts. I ain't gonna lie. Like I don't even. Th- it's probably impossible for you to explain to him how hot he is. That's a fact. Like his shit is going crazy. Cause he probably he ain't really get to bro. He ain't get to see it yet. He gonna see when he come home. It's gonna be. I ain't gonna lie. He gonna notice. He gonna come home. First show. It's gonna be wicked. But even you though. And, and this is what, what what like fucking blew my mind when I was like you know talking to you before we started this. 
I would have probably imagined like you're like 50, 60 shows in. Mm-hmm. Like you've just been doing hella shows. Like, again, if I talk to anybody who is under 21, yeah. who y'all listen to? They're going to tell me the same name. But I ain't going to lie, man. K-Flock, Be Love, that's all we listen to. They the hottest niggas in the fucking world. They don't even listen to nobody else. <laughs> On the East Coast, that's what it is. And if you listen to this, maybe in Australia, you don't. if you may not know it yet, just click the link. Just go to this profile. You'll you figure it out. But anyway, for anybody else who's like, especially in the United States, and you're on the East Coast, it's like, it's, it's like fucking just open and, open and shut. It's like easy. But... You haven't done as many shows yet. Like, why is that? Like, I, I don't think you've realized how yeah. big your movement is yet. Because, like, I, we did a, we did. I did a couple shows. It was like a, a two month span. We, was, we did like for me, boy. I've been doing like. Be like, honest. How much you got for the Buffalo show? You're not getting that again. So it's cool. You, you can say nobody will ever pay. Nah, that I again. think. I think for the Buffalo show, like, it was like, it was, I was just coming up at that time. So it wasn't what I'm getting now. Less than 10? Nah. I told you, I think you should be getting between 15 to 20 easy now. For a show. Um, what I mean for a show is like, you're performing for like 20 minutes. Yeah. So it's almost like a walkthrough. Yeah, facts. So yeah, that's, that's yeah. That's decent. But like back then, which just hasn't been that long. Why do you think you went viral? Like, why do you think you blew up? <laughs> Seriously. Oh no, I trying different shit. You ever think? Because you know, you know, when I was trying to get on, right? Yeah. That was the thing I was thinking. I was like, yo, I had like this ten year plan. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna blow up off some shit that I never. Think I'm gonna blow up off, so I'm gonna just just keep working, and whatever blows me up blows me up. Cause I used to predict shit. I'm like, yo, this is the best shit I've ever done, and like it'd be whether it's like a meet. You know, I was in, I was in media, so I was thinking, yeah. oh, this is gonna do it. Don't do shit. Yeah. Did you know at the moment, be like, yo, this is gonna have me out of here. And what I mean, like at least like get your, your clout lit within the city. Facts, cause the song that did it for me was Spotum. I dropped Spottom. Mm. That was the first song for me to hit my, like, go up, like, to go crazy. It was going crazy. Million in a month. Why? Mm-hmm. You ever think about that? Nah, I didn't even think it was going to be something crazy. I just know I needed to put out music. Because I think, for me, I just needed to put out music. Did Okay, All right, so, so, so let me try to, you know, analyze this, right? Do you think, like, because I always wonder why an artist pops off when they do. yeah. Do you think it's because maybe niggas was like kind of interested in like, yo, yo, this nigga, he really about that life. Mm-hmm. So when the music comes out, it's just like a, it's an extension of that. So they listen even more like, yo, we know like, he in the streets. Yeah. So when he's when he rapping this shit, it's not like he's just making it up. So that one, that one was crazy. That one was like, boom, boom, boom. That was going crazy. Then I didn't know that one was going to go crazy. So it went crazy. And by, I, I typed though when I recorded if you know you know because that was like a whole new sound like I, that was the first before you, before if you know you know right mm-hmm. what's your clout looking like then so if you're walking down the street you go to like you know the corner store the center his name's like yo that's B Love right there that's niggas lit like 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 what what is it in New York yeah that's why that's why before spot him because I had dropped them like a week after each other so before spot him 
it was like it was regular. I was you know known in the hood because me and Flock already went viral a couple times. So I mean, so it's like I couple you know the Bronx know you, a couple people from Harlem know you, but the whole Bronx know us. But a couple we talking about now, we yeah. just having the Harlem like Bronx, Brooklyn. So now we starting to tap in there. A couple people know us. For me, then when I dropped that, it was hitting after that. Everybody. Uh, are you like moving a little bit different, like man? Cause I ain't gonna lie, I keep it a hundred with you. I remember, the, I remember the time I went to the mall, yeah. right before like I went on um, Everyday Struggle, and that's when like the, they, they they threw my face all the way out there because yeah. my name was there in my voice, but niggas ain't know how I look. And right like that week when they was about to do all that, I was like, I ain't gonna ever be able to come to this mall and be like I was, just walk mad carefree, nobody give a fuck. Yeah. Like, you not going to the fucking corner store after that shit, right? So so. You drop if you know you know right. Mm-hmm. You not just walking to the corner store like you don't give a fuck. Like you you not got to think about yo. You might run into somebody who was, might be like yo. They might be a friend or they might be an op. I was still on the I was still in the projects. I was still in the projects for like a whole couple more months after that. So what does that mean? Like you, you still got to deal with just moving around though. Um, I was moving around. Were you nervous? No. I, I ain't never. I'm chilling. I was chilling. I for me regular. I ain't know like like my people's around me had to tell me, bro. You think you regular? Like, and that's recently. Like people had to tell me that. Like you not stop acting like you regular. Cause I used to just act like for me. So I get up. Like, we have to, I'm going to the store. Like, what you doing, bro? I'm at the store. Like, oh no, nah, why you acting like who? That's nah, one thing. Just, and, yeah. and and you know you know obviously caught on it late to everything. I think that's. Even the, the whole K Flock shit, I just can't understand for the life of me mm-hmm. why the fuck. Let, let's just pretend, right? We don't know what's going on. But, but he shouldn't be walking down no fucking street just like that. It's just like, and I get, and I get it, yo. Like, yo, that's what we normally do. No, it's a dub. It's over. That's a fact. It's over. You know what I mean? Like, there's probably people who you probably don't have a problem with, but if they could get into it with you, they get some points. That's a fact. They go up with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you have you ever had to like you know kind of de-escalate some shit or just walk away from some shit that you know now niggas is doing it for the clout? It's not they're not doing it because really there's some shit. It's just yeah. they know yo that's be love like we gotta fucking get that shit off. I'm telling you, I be trying to tell people like for me it's like don't ain't worth it. A lot of this, a lot of this shit don't be worth it. He ain't worth shit. This problem ain't worth nothing. That girl ain't worth not a dollar. Nobody, none of this worth nothing. Stop it! You definitely say you you, you up in broad daylight. Am <laughs> I everything? Oh, that's that's that's, that's from, like niggas, girls, niggas be for me. I'm talking about like nigga be having problems over them girls from the. They don't man. But I definitely seen. I done seen two people going at it. See about that escalate, like, nah, bro. Like for me, that ain't about nothing, bro. Like, don't even worry about that. Like, you don't seem like a hothead, and I like that. I yeah, like. You're I, 21, and a lot of people expect people who are younger. Let me tell you, I ain't gonna lie. I was, for me, people know me, but yo, you gonna go crazy for all them people around you, and they gonna they gonna like for me, they gonna let you down. I'm gonna tell y'all right now, they gonna let you down. What you mean? Like the people I call the case, for me the people, I don't, for me I never think 
even for me, let me get in that situation, they let me get in that situation for me. So oh. therefore that's why not that's when I realized like, oh I like these the same niggas ten minutes ago I would have did anything for. for me. Niggas you was down to jump out the window for. Stop they let you call they me. let you catch the case? They look me for me, they don't they'll look you right in your eyes and let you go away. They, so that's when I realized, like, I this ha- this ain't happening. This is what you so this you, happened with me. It happened already. Yeah. Holy so shit. I, so now I just for me. Oh, you got smart off. Of that. Yeah, that woke me up. Like, oh, I bet you going hard. You risking your life, risking your freedom f- for these group of people that won't even step an inch for you. So it's over for all I. I get crazy for myself. You from I'm trying to say you play with one me, family, then. For me, but for all these, it ain't about nothing. Cause I ain't worried about them. That's actually dope, man. I, I appreciate that perspective in terms of like, yo, I think, and I don't know what you've been through, but like clearly you've been through some shit where you realize that yeah. the people who you think is just gonna just ride for you and protect you in terms of you're looking at it like, yo, yeah, I'm gonna be the nigga who brings the shit in, but I got all y'all for life. Mm-hmm. You think they gonna make sure you don't get in the jam? Be like, yo, listen, the last nigga out of anybody could get in some shit is him. him. They won't even do that for you. And then, and you realize they'd be like, uh, let him rock. They don't care about you. They just care about what you got or what you bring to the table. For me, the pressure you bring. So that's what they worry about. Shout out, there's a couple. You going for me? You gonna get a couple friends? For me, you know, you get a friend that's yeah. You gonna get a friend. You gonna get a good friend. You gonna get a good brother like. That's gonna be there. Somebody that's gonna show you. But I'm talking about everybody else. I, like out of thirty people, it might be two real ones. For me, like yo, it's so interesting you saying that because every time when I see like young rappers, and I, and I was just telling you about it, like in terms of traveling in the center, a lot of people when they first go out of town, they bring thirty people with them. Yeah, you gotta bring the whole hood. Facts. The nigga who used to roll dice with you. Mm-hmm. The nigga who used to slap box with you. The nigga who used to play ball with you. <laughs> the nigga, yeah, the nigga used to used to say the you know what I mean the corner store, but he used to grab some shit with you. Everybody's going. They got a story about you, and they act like yo man, shit. I'm with this nigga. Like I'm I'm with whatever for this nigga. Mm-hmm. So you so when you hear that and you going on the road, you gonna bring them with you. Yeah. But you've learned before you even go on the road that like you bring all thirty of them with you, maybe. Two of them. <laughs> yeah. It's really going to really ride for you. The other's going to be like, you going to see on the news, okay, fly up. Oh, fuck. <laughs> B-Love got in this, right? Yeah. And nobody said nothing. Nobody jumped up to take the charge. Nobody stopped him. Nobody said, yo, B-Love, nah, nah, hold up. Nah, nah, chill, bro. You're worth more than this. Let me go handle it. Matter of yeah. fact, yo, you go over there, bro. Yo, right. yo you get in the car. I'm going to handle this shit. Yeah. They won't do that. They not gonna do that. As much as they say they gonna do that, when that time come, they not gonna do that. You know what I'm trying to say. So you just gotta for me focus on you, the ones that really show you. For me, when you go through things with people and they show you, you gotta watch everything. For me, so that's smart. Thanks, sir. That's smart in a way, but I think this is the reason why I like it out here. Are are you um? In a realistic sense, you know, and I'm, I'm asking this question seriously, no no facetiousness, no bullshit. When, you, when you're moving around now, yeah, I see everybody getting locked up. I see people dying left and right. Are you very cognizant 
of like your safety and also your freedom. I from what I'm trying to say, I make myself safe. I keep myself free. Sometimes they don't go together. Yeah. Like, and and and, and yeah. I, I I I give you an example. For example, like you know, even me having you here yeah. tonight. Like we're in Jersey. Like I'm I'm hoping you don't got like people you hate out here. Whatever the case is, but I could understand it. That's what we were talking about. Remember when you were in the Atlanta conversation? Yeah. I'm thinking about safety. Yeah. Because it's the number one thing that should be on the the agenda. How do we keep B-Love out of harm? First of all, B-Love should never have to lift a finger. He should never have to fight. He should never have to argue. He should never have to do anything else. But beyond that, how do you make sure while we're doing that, he feels comfortable, but also we don't set him up that when the cops who are probably going to pick on you because you're from New York City. Yeah. Oh, they find some random shit, not even on you. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, well, we got B-Love, so it's B-Love shit. You're playing a fine line. How, like, how do you think about it just going day by day? I mean, I'll just be, I mean, I'll catch myself. I'll be like, I'm out to the hood. You still go to the hood? No, I'm I'll be like, I'm out to the hood. For me, ain't shit to do. I'm out to the hood. I'm gonna go to the hood. We're gonna call you. For me, we're gonna be we're gonna drink, call females out, we're gonna dice, do all this in the jets. I'll be fighting myself. Like I get up, I get up, say that, I get dressed. As soon as I'm about to walk on my door, I'll be like, I'm bugging. I'm bugging. Well, I could soon what I'm trying to say, I know me. I ain't finna let nobody try to from what I'm trying to say, do something to me. So it's gonna either way it's gonna go left. From what I'm trying to say, either way it's gonna go left. So so I'm trying to say, so being in the way, that's basically like being in the way. So just stay out the way. Stay home. Go to the studio. Bro, go do you, something. You know you can literally hit up any girl you want and be like, tell them to come yeah, to you. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes it's almost like yeah. you feel like you got to still be one of them to be like, yo, I'm going to come to the hood, roll dice with y'all, yeah. and I'm going to hit up some chicks to come up, come over here. Which now it's already a problem. You're letting people know where you at. You yeah. out there. You trying to be one of them. That's a fact. You trying to still be in that environment because you. That's all you know. That's a fact. And you want people to not think that. Oh, yo, this thing got Hollywood this and third, but so. that's not your reality no more, Facts. brother. My sons, um, my man's for me. They done been in the, for me in the feds and all that. When niggas that done told on them for me. People they done fed. They mom done gave clothes to done told. So you for me, they done been through the worst. They come home telling me like. I ain't gonna lie, like, I don't care how, for me, that don't prove nothing, man. You gotta get out the hood, so. Once I had them telling me that, those big bros, so they telling me, like, I bet. I'm telling them, like, for me, I don't. At first, I was scared to leave the hood, like. Really? Yeah. I was scared to leave my hood. I was scared to move Why? What you mean? I ain't feel safe nowhere else. You're not saving your hood. Listen, man, yo, you got to come. Yo, I got to show you where I live in, live in New Jersey. Listen, I ain't going to lie to you. They, they see anybody like you, yeah. the cop pulling you over, you nigga, yeah. they might they might give you, nigga, they might be searching you so crazy, you might just think you got molested, bro. <laughs> like, you come on my block, 
Nigga, first of all, they're going to smell the, the, the weed aroma from 3,000 miles away. Right. They're going to look at this nigga. He got shades on. The <laughs> sun is bright. He got a hoodie on. This shit ain't that hot. Yeah, yeah, Yo, yeah. what does he got going on? They're going to just look at you. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Nice. I used to be like that because, you know, we in the hood. Like, you go somewhere else. What I'm trying to say, I know, like. I go to I go to a different community. I don't know what's going on over. I don't know how to move over here. You know what I'm trying to say, like, but my 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 hood, I know everything. What about like your, like your family, parents, this and third? You got to get them out of the way. Yeah, parents out the way. For me, pops out the way. Good. They don't live in New York no more. Good. Get them out of the way. That's the first. I always say that to people who are within a certain lifestyle. Don't get this fucking money yeah. and then leave your peoples in there, especially mom, dad, the people you used to live with. Yeah. Because niggas know who you used to live with. That's a fact. And if they don't see you too much because you busy on the road, yeah, we can't get B-Love, but I ain't going to lie. Yo, his mama stay right there. She come home every time, every That's night at 1030. She be driving that car right there, that little Prius. We just got to you got to get them out of the way. So you've done that. Yeah, I still I be I be around. I come to her, come see people, see my bros, and I still got for me still be over there, come see the bros, and now chill for a little bit, smoke some weed, go about my business. Beloved, you don't get to a point, and I remember th- th- this is the dope. Even again, I'm not from where you're from. I'm nowhere near <laughs> where you're from, brother. But you're gonna realize the dope flex later on. It's not you going to the hood. Is you bringing the niggas uh, from the hood. Yeah, like, you might be Miami, and you might be just having a lit weekend. You got three bookings. Shit is lit. Ain't nobody really bothering you type shit. Yeah. You might have a yacht party. Y'all celebrating the fact that my everything just went, like, three, three times platinum. Nice. You fly everybody, everybody out. Else. You have three fucking yachts. Niggas who've never... Nigga, I asked you before we started this. I said, could you swim? <laughs> <laughs> fake don't know how to swim no, but I do know how to swim no. Yeah, I but, to... but but I ain't ask you that to, to like you know shame you is because uh, yeah, I really it, know. It, it's it's because the world is much bigger than what we all know before we know it. And then right now you're still in the 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 part where it's like maybe one of the most fun things to do for you still is to go to the hood. Yeah. And go fuck with your niggas in the hood. Which is at least safe. Facts. Put yourself in danger. It's just dumb. Mm-hmm. And you should move smarter. So it's one of those things where, like, you know, I was hearing your team saying, oh, you're going to go to Chicago for the first time. Well, I ain't going to Chicago. I ain't going to lie to you. But other places. I can't wait for you to go because your perspective mm-hmm. on what's normal is going to be very different. Facts. It's gonna be very different, and I'm I'm encouraged by like you know you being down to sit down talk to me this and third, and this is why it even gets back to the music because I say, what's your plans in terms of just music wise, you know, um, you make a lot of great music right now that people like, yeah, like it, it it's you have the youth in your hands. What do you plan to do with that? Are you planning like, oh, I'm gonna just put an album out? Or you're like, yo, I'm just gonna keep just dropping these songs, these videos. People fuck with it. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna take them on a journey. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take them on a journey. 
that's gonna be like they're gonna see I got a couple fans that was with me from the jump. They see what I got now, so we gonna just for me they came here with me too, so I'm gonna I'm drop music for them all. I'm gonna paint a picture for them all. I like for me, just it's gonna be a good message for them for me musically and like for me. How much do you think you owe to your neighborhood? Like, I don't owe my neighborhood. Like, what do you mean? Like, where you're from, in terms of people you might know there, in terms of trying to give back. You know, I, I'll give an example. A lot of people would say that Nipsey felt indebted to where he came from. It's a reason he got to where he got and he could have left. You know where he was from. Instead, he went back there. He tried to put a store there. He tried to try to help uplift people. And even though that was pretty much to his demise, he wanted to give back to his community, not just give back in general. I'm wondering how, you know, where you grew up in the Bronx. Like, how much do you kind of think about it? Be like, yo, man, if I'm gonna do some shit, or if I'm gonna put somebody on. Or if I'm gonna have a positive influence, I want to have it here. Yeah. So my neighborhood, yeah, like I'm gonna do the most. For me, I'm gonna do the most. I'm gonna get bigger. I'm trying to make it better. The big guy, for me, I'm trying to do the most. Done the schools for me, the buildings, the community centers, and all that. For me, so I do. I don't know how to say it, but I don't owe nobody nothing, but. I want to do better for where I grew up at because I've seen how it is. Now, what I'm trying to say, I've seen how it is. I want to do better for the environment. If there was one thing that, you know, growing up, you wish you could have changed, that maybe for there's a kid, say like when you was 13, 14, or maybe 12 to 14, that you wish you could have changed about your growing up because it probably led you down to maybe a path that might have worked out, but like, yeah. Like you know it's not the way What do you wish you could change For that 12 year old That could possibly help them In in, in a direction that like, For me For myself I I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to change none Cause everything I went through Everything I learned, everything I seen Everything I heard Made me the person I am right now But for others I wouldn't want them To go down that route Cause some people don't make it out that route I'm just one of them to make it out that route. So just listen like to people that made it out, basically. Like for me, I've been through it, so I'm here to tell people, I mean, I'm gonna lead you through the you don't gotta take the exact route to to actually learn what I'm trying to say, but you'll have somebody telling you the steps that you take to lead you like the route they they're gonna basically create another route for you. Mm. More safer and no, whatever it is, more better. So that's what I made it for me. I just want to pave the way for like another way. People don't have to go the route me and other people like me took. Um, let's be a little bit responsible. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um. Who, who would you say is the face of New York? I asked Fabio this last night, mm -hmm. and uh, he gave me an answer. Your name was in it. Mm -hmm. He put K-Flock in it. Mm -hmm. Said other people, but 
I'll tell you how this y'all are in it. Yeah. Who would you say is the face of New York City rap right now? We're not talking about the niggas who have done blah, blah, blah. Right yeah. now. Like, if right. you are a kid or you love New York City rap right now and you're, you're, you're young, who are the faces of this shit? I, I say my son. I'm going to say my son Flock. One, because, like, for me... About his, for me, you see what he do. You see what's going on with his music. Like, he go viral every trip. He do the viral every trip. For me, so. And he was the first one to call himself Facer. You get it? Mm. They was, nobody was saying that. Like, nobody was sitting there saying, I'm the face of the Bronx. He the first one to start doing that. You, you don't have a problem with him saying that, though. Because, because I think uh, a lot of people be like, like, yo, well, yeah, k Fly did his thing, but, like, yo, man, Man, B Love got the bigger song, this and third. It's cool, it's cool. All that's cool. You don't look at it like that. Nah. We big together. When they speak about K Flock, you gonna hear B Love. When you speak about B Love, you gonna hear K Flock, you gonna hear Dougie, you going for me. So it's just a, that's the thing. This how we tried this what we that was our plan. To make it that way. Ain't nobody he the first one that started calling himself that. And and this what people do, they hear that. And they sit there and go make a song and say, Now nah, I'm the face of the Bronx. Yeah. What are you doing? Somebody already said that. True. Oh, freak, call yourself something else. I call myself number one. He don't get mad at that. He has shared my, oh, my son, number one. Ah, that I call myself number one. He calls mm. himself the face of the Bronx. Find something to call yourself. Y'all step on each other's toes like nah, that. It's like, y'all just support that, each other. It's nah, like, yo. I don't know. It's like, if he, if he say he the king, but you like, yo, nigga, I'm the best, it's not going to be like, nigga. Yeah, you like, can't be nah, the best if I'm the king. You know what I mean? It's not like that. It's like I'm trying to say, nah, we ain't on that. He the first one to say that. So when you ask who the face of the Bronx is going to be K, are you saying, ask me, who number one of you? Ask me. I'm number one. Let, let me ask you. Like, for me, when people come around, you see the team, they be like, number one. For me, that's people, they're going to say, oh, yeah, that's the face of the Bronx. Ooh. For me, that's the, hey, the face of you. For what I'm trying to say, that's what he made up. Everybody else, all these other rappers, they in their feelings about it. <laughs> you get it? Like, you can't just, they just got up in there talking about some I'm face uh, of the Bronx. Yo, answer this question for me truthfully. And how confident are you that K Flock is going to come home? 100%. Because it's one of the situations I looked at and I'm like, man, I, I think New York City trying to, they're going to make an example out of him. And I'm like, I don't want that to be the case, especially when you like his music. He's coming home. Do, do, do you think until he comes home, do you think that you know, what do you think is missing from his contribution in Bronx Drill until he gets here? Just that energy he brought. We all Bronx on to the table for me. And you, you bring up Dougie, you bring up most energetic, sturdy for me. He talk his talk for me. You bring up me, the cool one, talk his talk. And for me, then you bring up Flock, that's him. Talk is talk. For me, you don't want for me, everybody brought me part, so that's how we built it there. So when one stop, it's like just missing. Just missing him right there. 
But we're going to build up around it. He come back. It's going to get even bigger. Hey, I'm, and by the way, for everybody who's watching this too, and I'm telling you, whoever these niggas don't like, no disrespect, I don't know y'all yet. Okay, so, so don't. Because when I tell you, I'm like, yo, listen, it's you, K-Flock, and Dougie B. Yeah. But it looked like y'all are, y'all like a team. Yeah, <laughs> it don't definitely. look like it look like y'all all support each other, y'all love each yeah, other. Definitely. And I'm like, no I know y'all did somebody. So whoever that's not cool with these dudes, <laughs> I'm not trying to make y'all look no type of way, but I've just been listening to these guys recently. Um, who do you want to collaborate with in the game that you haven't done with yet? A couple big artists. like Give a wish list. Lil Baby. Mm. Drake. I could see Lil Baby easy. Future. Like... Son, my son, my son, Chris Brown, Chris Brown, Chief Keef, all them niggas. Out there, but you think you're gonna get Chris? Like, but Fabio, we about to get signed. We about to get signed. No Wait, you don't have a song with Fabio? No, no, no. We about to get one in right now. We about to get signed. In. We're gonna fly. We're gonna fly. Once we hmm. go crazy, it's, for me, can't rush greatness. That's fact. Wait, so wait, you would have Chris Brown doing drill? Yeah. Or would you get an R and B record? I'm gonna throw him on that sample drill wave. Oh, get a good drill beat. We're gonna go crazy. Nah, that could work. We need an anthem out here. That could. Work. Who's by the way? I, I don't know if you want to shout out any producers because I'm. I think you know, like for example, Axel Beats when it comes to like Brooklyn drill. Yeah. Like very pronounced this and third. Man, some of these niggas who are flipping your samples and shit like these things are fucking amazing. Shout out Kaiko Bang. Shout out Chris Saves. Um, oh, it's on. Uh, um, who else? Who else produced my music? I probably forget. You begin off YouTube or you just like. Nah, you, I, don't, I don't do YouTube no more. Oh, you're too big for that. Damn. They probably just send it straight to you. My AR. Some people send something to me. Some people send something. Oh, my guy in the Yankee hat? Yeah. <laughs> he don't be knowing the, he don't be knowing yeah, the bops, bro. He don't want to have you plugging me in. Thanks, son. Oh shit, that's dope. I could, I could definitely see you. I could see you with our uh, little baby. I think you and little baby would go crazy. Facts, we're gonna go turn up song. What did you think about? Um, I think there was a lot of uh, people reacting to your freestyle and flex. Mm-hmm. Um, what I took from that is that I think you have a unique, you have a unique flow, and I think people. Until you tap into the cadence, you won't fuck with it. Yeah. And yeah. again, remember I told you at first I didn't tap in, yeah. and then when I tap in, I'm like, oh, these niggas, some shit. Yeah. But you gotta tap into the cadence a little bit. Facts. I was saying with that freestyle, for me, I appreciate Flex for having me up there. For me, it was hard. It was for me, it ain't easy. I don't, I don't have people thinking up there to go for me. And salute to Flex too, man. Because I, you know, one thing I'm gonna tell you about Flex. Flex is never a nigga who hates on like right. newer artists. Definitely. And he don't invite newer artists up to the show trying to play nobody. That's not his That's thing. Fight. That's a fight. Because you know what it is? When you got that hot song in the club, Flex want to pop out with you. That's a fight. So he ain't going to hate on no young nigga. So he trying to, you know, whatever. But he know a lot of his audience is like older dudes. They want to hear. Yeah. 
And I just want to hear some boom bap shit. Then I want to hear like, you know what I mean? Some, like a bunch of drill shit. So, you know, I could imagine that was hard. Um, just explain how that went down. Yeah, for me, just got there. I was kicking it with Flex and all that. Kept the time. Got there. I mean, I was freestyling and all that, but get out of breath. You gotta, you gotta. You probably punching yeah, now. Then yeah. now they got you. In, like in the studio, I punch in. Like I freestyle in the studio, but I punch in. Like so, it's a difference from going all the way. Like, and you probably be smoking. So you be smoking too much eye packs. So like, you know smoke, what I mean. Smoke. Yeah, that's like some Nas shit. Nas, Nas gonna rap for like fifteen hundred bars straight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I Got the perfect breath control, everything. Yeah, you're like, 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 you're probably wheezing as like, yo, like, that, like learning because you gotta learn it. Like I was, I don't after, even after that situation, I already knew for me, but I'm I'm practicing it, and I see like I bet. So when you catch on to it a couple times, but then you still fuck up like. You gotta practice that. That's stuff that don't. That's not stuff that come overnight. So that's like my first freestyle ever. Like, by the way, it's gonna help your. Um, it's gonna help your your performance. You know, it's it's about breath control. It's it's, it's about a lot of things. You know, it's like it's not like you don't know your lyrics. You know your lyrics. It's just that when you gotta. You, you gotta pace yourself That you're not Fucking out of breath yeah. Then now the song Is going past Where you're like at You know what yeah, I mean It's a so lot it's of like things a- and, and and you know I think people don't realize Like you know As a new artist You're learning on the fly Yeah You know what I mean Which by the way I think Flex is just A tough stage And I, and I give facts. him credit Because facts, facts, you know Flex could be a nigga Who shames people Be like yo You ain't You ain't doing Exactly how You know but But I think he sees the, He sees the the fact that you're taking on that stage as being dope, yeah, definitely, bro, definitely. What what do we what should we expect from you in um 2022? Um, a couple more singles coming out, a couple big features. I'm dropping my project March for me. Wait for that in March. Don't Is it an album? Dropping a mixtape. My full I said album. I'm dropping a mixtape. Okay. So we're gonna go crazy. I'm just trying to get my fans signed, and then we're gonna work from there. It's gonna be maybe more industry artists. You're gonna keep it still raw. I, I've, you know, I, I've always said like, you know, for an artist like you, man. Listen, and I, I know that nigga from 300 in here, but I'm gonna give you this one advice. Trust me, this is not no interview shit. Whenever that nigga starts telling you you should do this in the industry way, just say no. I'm gonna yeah. be honest with you. The reason why you're popping is because you. Have tapped into and you have the real estate on the Bronx and the ground level. Yeah. You cannot replicate that. Yeah. You get me? When you want to do other things, let it be you. Yeah. Never let it be the label. And that's my only advice to you. <laughs> say that. Say that. Say that. So, so we're going to mixtape this year. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure you're gonna start moving around, performing a little bit. Facts, facts, facts. I'm trying to get my passport, man. You suck. You should have a passport. You don't, you don't got no felonies or nothing. No, I'm fine. In case you had to think about it. No, you're good. I'm pretty sure they're gonna get you right. You gotta get passport, yo. Here's the thing about getting a passport. Yeah. By the time you go on like almost like a semi international like tour, you're gonna think about the Bronx completely different. Nah, yeah, I've already been a couple places and thinking about like, yo, you gotta go to like Toronto, <laughs> like yeah. go to Toronto, like fucking go to like Europe. 
And you realize like they love the music that you made like when you were just only thinking the block, ops, Fact. niggas down the street. And then you realize like these people, they love it on a different level, but they also don't love it because they want you to be like some guy who's like antisocial yeah. and like just paranoid. They want you to be like that's what that's what happened with Fifty. Yeah. Fifty came out like yo, I just got shot, yo, these people, whatever, whatever. And he realized people was just like, yo, dude, like we're fucking in Italy. Like, we just like your music. We just want to give you a hug. Like, you're the yeah. best thing ever. Change your fucking perspective because you're not yeah. there. Like, you know what I mean? You don't need to be fucking in the Bronx any, all the time looking over your shoulder like this and third. Thanks, so. You get me? Right. Next time I see you, I guarantee you're going to have, like, five more chains, three watches. Yeah. You're going to tell me about a couple of cars. See, I know you're from, I know you're from New York. Y'all don't really like cars. Yeah, fact, I definitely but, don't even know about cars like that. Well, watch. You're going to have, like, three cars. You gonna tell me like yo nigga, I took a vacation to fucking Tulum. I've been swimming like a motherfucker. Okay, I'm telling you. I'm on it. I'm trying to get around the world, definitely. And and one thing I'm gonna tell you though, always make sure your family's good. Mm-hmm. And then you see all the guys you with, I don't know how many people you travel with, but always remember the niggas who will go for you and the niggas who are really there for you. Facts. You see, you're gonna you're gonna watch, you're gonna see hanger ons. I could tell you how I figured out who was hanging on with me. I used to like this is before I popped off. Yeah. I was DJing this and third, right? So we do these parties. I'm not telling you about it before, right? Yeah. At the end of the party, eighty percent of my niggas would just like dip to go get the bitches who was going to the cars, trying to bag him because they yeah. trying to fuck the center. It was only like twenty percent, really only like one or two that would be like, yo. Yo, we'll get the bitches later, but let me help you with the equipment because we got to do work first. Yeah. The rest of them was chasing bitches. It already told me, we, we not even nowhere yet. Yeah, I'm de- Nobody knows me for DJing. Imagine if I got lit and now you got bitches just like whatever. They dipping for the bitches. They don't give a, a fuck fight. what you got going on. You get to notice little things slowly. Dang so. And you're going to notice about the people with you too. You get me? Yeah. Um, anything you want to promote? Any um, Anyone you want to give a shout out to? Uh, the floor is yours. Um, I, I, I want to just give you the ultimate compliment in that I expected anybody from Bronx Drill when I made those comments to be ignorant, yeah. feisty, just people who we could sum up as this is the exact reason why you don't even want to talk to them. Yeah. You and a lot of people who have been doing Bronx drill and drill in general in New York have shown to be the opposite. Yeah. Down to talk, down to have a conversation. You don't seem like no fucking animal. Yeah. You don't seem like no, it's like your story's like, I'm trying to survive. That's a fact. I'm trying to do better. And the mere fact you mean you even met with the the, the mayor, you, you're definitely trying to, you know, not contribute or hope people die. You know what I mean? That's not That's what it fact. is. So, you know, I, I want to give you the chance to like, you know, shout out anybody you want to shout out or you know promote whatever you got to promote. Um, and, and I do hope people really enjoy your music because I keep telling y'all, you know, pause extra pause on this. I know we like you know still <laughs> New York, New Jersey area. I only listen to these niggas in the shower. I'm getting sturdy sometimes. I'm, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I'm telling you, man. When I, when I hit that spit, it's gonna be over, man. But go ahead, my brother. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to the guys, man. Shout out my son, Juan Bills, coming up next. 
Me, me and bro, Dougie B about to drop some fire soon, Free Flock. Yo, the guys, a couple more. Yeah, y'all gotta drop like a Free Flock song. Yeah, definitely. We got one on the way coming soon. Real soon. We gotta shake the city, man. Cold Puncher for me. You can find me on the Grand B Love W.1. And free the guys, man. Music coming soon. Everybody stay tuned. Shout out Happy Demons for having me up here. And you know how we rock with the boy. There we go, man. Yo, yo, uh, yo, salute to you, my brother. And again, it's one of those things where, you know, for the for everybody who's doing um, you know, Bronx drill or drill in general in New York, I don't wanna be that nigga who's just either out of touch or somebody who's hating on people trying to make it. Yeah. Because in reality, y'all not bad guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Niggas be thinking like, yo, these, like, yeah, we hear you on the record, but like, y'all not bad guys. So anyway, yo, for anybody watching this, listen, after you get off of this podcast, go to B-Love's motherfucking catalog, and I'm going to tell you what you're going to play first. You're going to play Opspotter. That's my favorite. Okay? Then you're going to play, I'm going to be honest with you, you're going to play my everything, part two. You gotta play the one with Boogie because Boogie's singing. I like singing. I'm yeah, sorry. I like singing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Then you gotta play part three because you gotta listen to my man G Herbo. He says she thinks she gangster or some shit. And we want to slap her. Okay. I'm sorry. You gotta play that one. Okay. Then you gotta play if you know, you know. Okay. And then all right. What after that? What are we doing? Tell me. We're going through. This is all your shit. All right. We're gonna keep going. We're gonna go to. We're gonna talk about talk about it on my YouTube page. Talk about it. Uh, okay. Okay. Wait, is that on Spotify? Nah, that's not on all platforms. We gotta get this on Spotify. What's going on? Spot him. Hit spot him up. For me, spot him. Spree Racing, me and K Flock. For me, a couple more songs up there. Yo, there's so many songs y'all have that. I don't know if it's a sample clearance thing. It's just not on Spotify yet. I only. Listen, I'm signed to Spotify. I only listen to Spotify. (laughs) Yo. The K Flock has this fucking song called like Shake It or something like that. Yeah. That's the sturdiest song in history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you on that shit? Nah, nah, nah. nah. You gotta get on that shit, bro. Yeah, he said that's the sturdiest song in history. <laughs> nigga, I, nigga, I type in how to get sturdy, bro. And then I see a bunch of like, you know, it's like kids almost showing it, but they use that song. They use Brotherly Love. Yeah. They use. Like opera spotter or <laughs> bro, whatever nigga. Like you know what I'm talking about. They use that shit and niggas just going crazy, yeah, dog. Yeah. You feel me? I just gotta get the spin shit right, dog. But anyway, uh, thank you for watching this episode of Off the Record Podcast, man. I am so delighted to have sat down with my guy, Be Love. Please make sure you follow him on the social media. Please go check it out. All of his music. Amazing music, great energy. Y'all clinically hear by the conversation. Yeah, this is a guy who's, you know. He's a well-thought-out person. You know, he's trying to be a better person. And also, he's just trying to help the people from the community he came from. So, yo, listen. Support him. Listen to the music. And, again, it's always deeper than just the music. You just heard it right now on Off the Record Podcast with B-Love. I don't know what he's doing, though. Okay? All right. We're out.